Hello, everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower. And I'm going to bring you another podcast episode from Marketing Motivations. And what I'd like to accomplish today is just one very simple thing. Make you a millionaire. It's that simple, but it's just not that easy. And what I mean by that, until we change our mindset, until we change the way we think, if we think the way we currently think, we'll be earning and receiving what we currently make. That's to do with relationships, job opportunities, career advancements, um, you know, earning, uh, you know, earning an income in whatever source. It, uh, the list goes on and on. So we need to change our mindset. And how do we do that? Great question that you asked. Well, very simply, uh, you, you need to, to dive in and look into uh, Bob Proctor. And you may say, well, geez, I've already done that, and I haven't really been successful. And I couldn't agree with you there, uh, because I was where you were. But if you have a mentor to help guide you and show you the way, uh, makes it that much more enjoyable. It's kind of like having a tour guide um, when visiting a uh, Europe in European city, you know, they take you to all the, the hot spots and the, the good ins and outs and how to get here and there that not a lot of people know about. That's kind of the same way, you know. So you can do it on your own, which I would certainly encourage, or you can do it on your own with a mentor or guide of sorts which I strongly recommend. So feel free to reach out to me, and I will uh, certainly point you in the right direction. What I wanted to start with today is, since it's Monday, uh, all the material from Saturday and Sunday I wanted to uh, provide you, and a a great quote that I've heard before that uh, was stated again was, it's not so much what we do, but what we become. And to help illustrate that, you know, uh, my son got into a very, um, very good school, uh, college, university-wise. Uh, and, you know, he's, he's beginning another journey. Finished one with his elementary and secondary education, and now he's going to get the, the big education to get the big job, and that doesn't always equate to success. Just because you go to a university and get a degree doesn't mean you're going to get uh, a high-paying job. That's up to us. That's up to him. It's up to networking. But more importantly... Um, college is very important, but 
you know, there's a, a pendulum that swings and it can go one side or the other. You know, you can be a um, studious uh, college student and that's all you worry about or that's all you focus on. And that may leave out a lot of social engagements. And I think college is made to show you the balance of life. And on the other extreme, you can be a party guy or girl, you know, and not get the full sense of the college education experience. And you may miss out. But regardless, even if you graduate and get a good job, you still have to become a good person. You know, you don't want to walk over people to get to where you want to go. I think just the opposite. Helping people and picking them up along the way will get you further ahead. But a lot of folks don't want to buy into that because of our, I guess our secular society um, is is looking at it from a, you know, position where do it all yourself. Get what you can get. And that's uh, certainly not the case. And, and I think if you have a well-balanced life when it comes to your career, your companionships, your family, uh, your spirituality, in uh, your income, I think you will have a very, very happy life. Happiness doesn't come to you when certain things happen. They may temporarily, but happiness is created through us, through our mindset. So hopefully you can get a feel for that. The insight of the day on Saturday was pretty... It was pretty neat, you know, think long-term, execute short-term, and experience now, you know, and, and that, that's it, you know, now is your experience, wherever you are, not until you attain certain things. Matthew Kelly said, the heart is the place where our uh, our desires emerge and our feelings reside. Our deepest desires are exactly what we need. You know, and it's a matter of wants and needs. There's certain things that you need and other things that you want. But if you fill your deepest desires, you'll get exactly what you need as well as what you want. So it's a win-win situation there, folks. And how about this question? Is happiness around the corner? I think we just talked about that, you know. It better not be. Happiness must start where you are. And... 
in whatever predicament. So someone just told me about their ill health and she was going on and on about it and she said well at least I'm happy and I said to her I said amen for that I said you need to recognize your happiness no matter the circumstances it's not going to make it any worse or any better by by just going through it all alone but if you have happiness and you can find a glimmer of gratitude you're going to be in great shape you know i i speak from experience on this stuff uh, i was in a an awful awful situation from a mental um anxiety standpoint i guess i wouldn't even say anxiety it was a bipolar diagnosis and that diagnosis i thought would go away well it never goes away but i thought if i took my medication and be treated and it was to a degree but there's another side to the equation that we have to work at making ourselves better and creating a better opportunity for us and speaking in a positive manner you know there's a reason why we have i don't know 300,000 thoughts a day or something like to that degree you know in in a third of them are positive thoughts but two thirds are negative and don't hold me to the actual statistics but it's it's something to that that uh neighborhood so to speak so happiness isn't around the corner it's right now we need to decide to be happy you know feelings are emotions but they're also decisions and lastly for saturday control your thoughts or your thoughts will control you and it's so very true you know we get back to my neighbor that's got a health ailment and sometimes we just go around and round in our heads of negative outcomes negative situations and we need to be able to control those thoughts self talk and create better thoughts better opportunities because it all starts in our mind whether you know it or not and um oh yeah on sunday there was a pretty neat neat story there was a story of a young priest visiting an old monk priest and i think that was back in 300 AD ish uh and the uh young priest learned that uh, the old monk was very very uh learned very wise his name was saint anthony of the desert uh and the young priest wanted to know the 
meaning of the most holy trinity. Uh, and as Christians, Catholics, we believe that God the Father, Jesus the Son, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, make up that triune God. And as a matter of fact, St. Patrick of Ireland was said to have explained the tr trinity by showing a shamrock. You know, three persons, one God. Three uh, leaves, one leaf altogether. So the young priests, you know, wanting to know the meaning of the tr Trinity so he could worship God more fully. So when the old monk, St. Anthony, heard this, he looked at him directly and said, if you can explain God fully, then that's not a God you should worship. You know, and sometimes we get caught up in trying to figure everything out before we move forward or as we go through life. And sometimes things aren't able to be explained, like a tragic uh, auto accident or mishap, however you want to word it. You know, untimely death is, is very, it's a very difficult pill to swallow. But if you have well-developed uh, mindset, uh, you'll be able to rebound much quicker, much easier. And the insight of Sunday was the best teachers are those who show you where to look, but don't tell you what to see. I thought that was pretty neat. You know, the best teachers are those who show you where to look, but don't tell you what to see. And Matthew Kelly says, the reason most of us ignore our legitimate needs is because we're too busy pursuing our illegitimate wants, you know? And it's, it's so true. I can see myself, um, you know, doing the, the wrong thing uh, in pursuing my illegitimate wants and not focusing on my legitimate needs, which will provide legitimate wants. Fulfillment comes from what you need and develops what you truly want. And when we read differently, our understanding changes. You know, you can have the same article in the newspaper, and one Democrat reads it, and another Republican reads it, and they may have two different outlooks. You know, depending on which way they believe. Sometimes we have to change our beliefs. And the hardest type of person for me to forgive is the one I shower with. And I shower alone. Although, I don't really. <laughs> During the week, I, 
I uh, exercise at the YMCA and then take a shower there in a big gang shower, you know, so there's like, you know, I shower with two guys generally, just, just to be, just to be clear, but I think you get the point. Um, hardest people to forgive is ourselves. You only have to accept your lot in life if you don't want a better one. So don't accept your lot in life if you want something more. You're entitled to more and better. Believe me, we all are. But a lot of people don't want to change to get it. And what you do does not always constitute who you are. Uh, Similar to a quote I read to you earlier, but in this case here, what I'm saying is what you do, such as me going to daily mass every day and then on Sunday, it doesn't always constitute who I am. In other words, do I practice what I believe? Am I an example of my Catholic faith? Dare I say, am I a poor representative of my faith? And someone that is even a non-Christian has better faith and a better representation of what it is to be Catholic than I do. That's scary to hear. So we should strive for betterment and stronger faith. Time can't be given, but it can be shared. And I would ask you to remember that the next time you're running late and say, why am I running late? Probably because you weren't looking to share your time. Could be a different reason, but food for thought nonetheless. Um, Brings us to today's messages. You know, when some people look at a garden, they only see the weeds and not the beautiful flowers. And I have a confession to make. My wife and I certainly fall into the latter. That's all we saw was weeds this weekend because we were weeding. And it was frustrating. Uh, But yes, you need to focus on the beautiful flowers at times. And it is more becoming to have relationships with people and less with things. Some people have a great relationship with their material goods. But when it comes to their salvation or their soul, it's not really a priority to them. And Darren Hardy says, there's three tips to tame your biggest addiction. And my greatest addiction is it yours too? Well, 
basically what Darren is saying is that our species, our society, has an addictive personality. And we all have addictions. And some of them may be an addiction we don't even realize it. And Darren said that his was email. You know, he can't ever seem to clean out his inbox, and it drives him crazy. So the first thing that he says is, listen, send less email to people. You know, if you have to, make a call. You know, aggregate all the questions you have and all the information into one email and make sure you couldn't look up the questions. And the second point, send less frequently. You know, nothing worse than getting an email and then force four to five emails down, you get another email from the same person that you have to reply to again. So sending less frequently is, is certainly appropriate. And the third point is stress your recipients less. Put them at ease. In other words, put not urgent in the subject title if it's not urgent. And call text if it, if it is an urgent matter. And the insight of the day, a good education can change anyone. A good teacher can change everything. And it's never too late for happiness. Not at all. And it's you that will get to where you want to go. So be responsible for your life. And that's the key. It's your responsibility no matter what happens to you. Life knocks you down. Don't get into the blame game. Get into the response game. How are you going to respond? And doing and having are important unless they control your values. Because a lot of people are about doing and having. What do you do? What do you have? Well, that's fine and all, but they can't control your values or there would be trouble okay folks uh, that's it for today I plan on checking in with you tomorrow in the meantime be well stay well we'll talk to you soon